0: Hey everybody it's dan welcome or welcome back to the bridge church podcast please at the end of this podcast take a moment to subscribe to our youtube channel head over to thebridgelive.org and find access to all of our church information plus it's the easiest way to share content with a friend and keep up with everything going on around here at the bridge church but most importantly I hope you find the following presentation inspires you to take your next step in your faith journey. Getting from where you are to where you wanna be. Cross that bridge. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome. It's Wednesday night. It's living the logos right here at the Bridge Church on YouTube. Welcome to the to the big show. We are live in nationwide around the world tonight. This is gonna be fun because we got some controversial subjects, some attributes of God that uh, pretty much nobody can figure out. So hopefully this will help you tonight. Hopefully this will um, put at ease some of this uh, tribulation. Uh, The the attributes we're going to talk about tonight specifically are justice and mercy. And how can God have both, right? Because he is is justice and he is mercy, mercy. So Anyway, on these Wednesday nights here, uh, briefly, we're we're looking at the attributes of God, and um, it's very important to know the attributes of God because how are you going to know God if you don't understand who He is? And if you do understand the attributes of God that we're talking about, uh, it'll be easy to recognize a counterfeit or somebody saying, "Thus saith the Lord." You can say knoweth saith the Lord because that's not an attribute of God and that's not the way he acts because you'll know it because if we have the the base foundation that we've talked about through this whole three weeks three chapters of this this is chapter three uh that God is good right and last time we saw that uh Jesus reflected the attributes of God while he was on the earth. So we can pretty much look at everything that Jesus did and consider it an attribute of what of what or who God is, right? So uh, that's what we're looking at. Uh, if you want to turn someplace in your Bibles, uh, Ezekiel 18, Psalm uh, 136, right? Uh, we're going to kind of bounce around. We're going to have a lot of scripture tonight. So I encourage you to jot them down, uh, chase them down later. Um, it, uh, you know, again, these attributes of God, I want to remind you, write this down and keep it in your heart. Uh, All these attributes that we're talking about are things that God is. uh, It's not what he does, right? Because if it was something that he had in his possession that he could, you know, like, uh, like I'm holding my usual blue cup here. If uh, if it was something like that, that he had that he could uh, that wasn't a part of him, you know, he could lose it. He could leave it at a friend's house. Right. (laughs) Talking about like just my blue cup. Right. If they weren't who he is, they could be separated from him or, you know, stall, misplaced, stolen, lost. I don't know, whatever. So they have to understand the attributes of God, especially the ones that we're talking about are who he is okay they they are absolutely who he is okay and and if you start to uh think of these attributes that way I'm gonna guarantee that you will probably you will you will have your relationship with God will go to a whole nother level because you're gonna get understanding and you're gonna gain wisdom of his character and nature that's going to draw you into a, a bigger, better relationship. Okay. So today, as I said, it's it's justice and mercy. and And you have to understand that the way I said that, that God is justice and he is mercy. He's not just and merciful. You know, he is just because he is justice. Okay. And he is merciful because he is Full of mercy. And this is super hard to understand, but I, I believe that you're going to get it in the very end. Okay. Uh, well, hopefully we can get all the way through it tonight. If not, we'll just, you know, we're in no hurry. We're going to do it all next week. Again, if you have questions, uh, you can feel free to email me pastor dan at the Um, and, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about it. Right. Uh, so I want to start with some definitions Uh, justice, okay? Justice. This is a a worldly definition of justice. It's giving someone just what he deserves, right? You steal my blue cup, I'm going to cut your arm off, right? You deserve it because you stole my blue cup, right? Now, mercy, mercy is not giving someone what they deserve, right? I've decided not to cut your arm off for stealing my blue cup, okay? So, I am going to give you mercy. And then there's grace, right? And there's a multitude of of, uh, definitions for grace. But the one I want to focus on in this instance is giving someone what he doesn't deserve, right? So I'm not going to cut your arm off for stealing my blue cup, okay? So I'm going to show you mercy, but then I'm going to go ahead and give you my blue cup. So that's grace, right? So in this whole thing and and. All through the Bible, we see justice and mercy, uh, but how can God, this is kind of my question tonight, how can God be j- completely justice and how can God be completely mercy at the same time, right? Now, according to our definitions, how can God give someone something they deserve, but yet not give them something they they deserve, right? great uh, Justice and mercy. They don't fit, right? And if you're um, really got to be careful how you look at how this functions because they're completely opposite. How do you teach this, right? Thanks for the Holy Spirit, okay? So knowing that God is completely just and completely merciful when he dealt with us, We can figure this out, all right? Let's pray and we'll get going. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for freedom from COVID-19, for health and healing across the Bridge Church body, God, across everybody listening and and watching on on all the uh, devices today. Father, we declare healing, prosperity, wholeness, safety, all those things, God, that you purchased for us across this, this group. Father, we help you. Or we ask that you help us to understand these concepts tonight, to understand grace, to understand mercy, and to understand justice, Lord. So we can see you for who you really are and all the attributes, God. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to to do this tonight and and to be across everywhere into every home on the planet uh, on these networks. So thank you, Father. Be with us. Teach us. Show us something we haven't seen before. And bless these who are watching in Jesus' name. All right, so God is completely just and God is completely merciful, right? Okay, so so write those concepts down. And then I wanna say this. I wanna say God is completely just and is completely merciful when he dealt with you, right? Now you're gonna say, okay, pastor, you're, you're off your rocker here. What's in the blue cup, right? how does this happen? Okay. How does this happen? Let me show you. Okay. Uh, first let's run through some, uh, justice and mercy scriptures where it's together in the word, right? Notice there's, um, they call them chained words together in scripture where like, uh, faith and patience will run together, right? Justice and mercy run together justice, mercy and righteousness run together. Those are all attributes of God that we've been talking about, right? So look at Psalm 89 verse 14 says this. This is this is a good one. It says, "Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne." Remember Jesus said that you have to be solid on a good foundation. Or the building, any builder knows if you don't have a good foundation with solid footings, that building ain't going to last, right? It's like building a, a, a home on the sand, Jesus says, right? So it says the foundation of God's throne is righteousness and justice. Then he goes on here. He says righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. So there's four right there, righteousness, justice, mercy, and truth. Okay, I've got the list going. So maybe you can stop the video later when I run through it and you can put them all together. Because when you look at the list of all these things that God is and know that righteousness and justice are the foundation, when you see counterfeit theology or somebody who's trying to tell you something about your God, you know, if it's not based in righteousness and justice, it's not my God. Mercy and truth, not my God, right? Uh, Psalm 101, verse 1. Okay. I will sing of mercy and justice to you, O Lord. I will sing praises. Sounds to me like David had it figured out, right? Isaiah 30, verse 18. This whole verse talks about mercy. And then right at the end, he throws in justice. Watch. He says, Therefore, the Lord will wait, and that he may be gracious to you, and therefore, he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. He's being gracious. He's having mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blast are all those who wait for him. Right? I said faith and patience earlier. If, you know, we could throw in justice, mercy, graciousness, and, and, and patience to wait for him right? Isaiah, the prophet, reading it out here in Hosea, okay? We we all know Hosea's story, right? Gomer, the chick, the prostitute. Listen to what God tells the prophet. He says, I will betroth you to me forever, right? How awesome is that? And we can be married to God. Yes, I will betroth you to me, God's saying, don't worry about her. You know, all you guys, everybody who, anybody who's had a broken heart or been devastated, you know, maybe somebody passed away or somebody's, you know, left you or you're whatever. Listen, God's got you. He will betroth you to him. And then he says, in righteousness, remember, and justice, the foundation of his throne, he says, in righteousness, in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy. You can you got a ton of great attributes to know that God's throne on in the, the verse that we read before is righteousness and justice, and then loving kindness and mercy. And we're married to God. God's got our back. I got my wife's back, right? You got your wife's back, and we all take care of each other. Let me let me say this just because we're we're uh, talking about uh, Jesus. And what he did and how he was born, we've been talking about that on Sundays and Wednesdays. Jesus was brought by mercy and justice. So how can God be a God and do both? Well, here's the thing. God is one, okay? Because we don't understand that how God's justice works. We're not going to understand that he is one and he is together one, all the time. Like, for example, he is the full embodiment of justice, all right? Now, he can't be justice a little here and a little there. He can't be justice today and then mercy tomorrow, okay? He is one. He is all justice. He is all mercy. He is all good. He is all righteousness. He is all justice. He is all loving kindness. He is all of all these things, Okay, he's not. Well, you know, we don't have to pray, "Oh, be merciful for on me," because he already has been merciful to you, and he is all merciful all the time. So we need to understand the embodiment of justice. Okay, so Ezekiel eighteen. I told you to to look that up. Ezekiel eighteen, verse twenty-five. We're going to start. Okay, um, and we've all we've all had this conversation with God right? I don't know. You know, I've been say for 20 plus years, five years or whatever. And I've had this conversation with God and it never goes well. So let's see what uh, Ezekiel does here. Verse 25, yet you say the way of the Lord is not fair. Okay. That word fair in the Hebrew can be translated uh, just right or equal, right? It's got kind of, you know, the word pictures, there's three different meanings there. It can be just, it can mean right, or it can mean equal. He says, uh, the way of the Lord. So he's talking to Ezekiel, right? We're having a conversation with the prophet and he says, it's not fair. Hear now, O house of Israel, is it not my way, which is fair, and your ways, which are not fair? right i love these conversations like the one with job where it's like hey job where were you when i built the mountains where were you when i put the oceans to it right and here in verse 26 when a righteous man turns away from his righteousness commits iniquity and dies in it it is because the iniquity which he has done that he dies okay again when a wicked man turns away from his wickedness which he committed and he does what is lawful and right, he preserves himself alive. Very interesting, right? Maybe he's talking about salvation. Verse 28, because he considers and turns away from all the transgressions which he committed, he shall surely live and shall not die. Okay, so we're talking about iniquity, transgressions, And turning away, living a right life, it's all important, right? And then verse 29, this is great. He says, yet the house of Israel says, the way of the Lord is not fair. (laughs) The way of the Lord is not equal, is not right, and it is not just. Is basically what the children of Israel have said, and we've all said those things, right? Oh, house of Israel, is it not my ways which are fair, but your ways which are not fair? Right now, now this word can be translated uh, just right and equal. Now the Hebrew meaning for what God's talking about here is morally equal. Right, He's talking about being morally equal. That's what He's talking about being fair. Right, but here's the situation with all of us. Right, unless you were in the garden, which I highly doubt, because you would be very old. We were all born morally unequal. Because of what happened in the, in the, in the garden, right? We, we're, the scales are tipped and not in our favor, you know? And if we look at that word unequal, morally unequal, we could say unequitable, right? Or if you have a, own a house and you have negative equity, right? You, you have a loss there. It's not, not balanced. Uh, the same root word for unequity would be iniquity and iniquity that they're talking about here and that we know is not morally equal. So we were born into the world morally unequal with God, right? And and that's just the way it is. Um, Let's talk about like, uh, we've all seen the scales, right? Lady Justice at the courthouse. We've seen the lady, she's holding these scales, right? Right. She's got a name actually called Lady Justice. I didn't even know that. But anyway, on these scales, we think uh, if you've like watched cartoons or seen TV that you put all the evidence, uh, you know, for the case on one side and then the defense puts all its evidence on the other side and it balances out. Well, that's not how those scales work in the justice system, right? They take all of the evidence, all of everything and put it on one side. And then on the other side goes justice. Justice is on the other side. Then um, as as the weighing goes, it's justice is called weighed out. Okay. And uh, just as it's weighed out, we come up with a verdict. Guilty or not guilty. Right. Uh, and, and it's just the way it works. Now the word judgment. Let's talk about judgment a minute because that's popular in Christian circles. Right. Judgment means the application of the justice. So we're going to take all the evidence, put it on one side. then we're going to have justice on the other. And then it's going to weigh out. Does the evidence prove justice or not prove justice? Right. And then a judge looks at that scale and makes a decision and produces a verdict. Right. That's the way it works on Earth. But here's the thing. When we're going to get rid, this is why I always say, I always, I learned this so the hard way that when I'm not qualified to judge anybody, right, when, when we're going to judge people or we're going to say stuff about people or put people in certain categories in our mind, right, nobody's qualified because watch what happens. When, you know, God is the, remember, we're morally unequal with God. And God in the attributes that we're talking about, his righteousness, truth, all those things, God is the only one who is morally equal and we are all found lacking. So here's what happens when, when God, God does this for everybody. Uh, If you came out of a, came through a, a, a womb, you are in on this because everybody is judged on the scale right? And, and here's, here's how this works out. Because on one side of the scale is the, just using me, right? Is me, All right. God's, when I, when I kick the bucket and the lights go out, here's, here's what happens. God takes me and I, I'm put on that scale and I am put on that scale. All my good works are put on that scale. Uh, you know, all of everything goes on that scale. And what happens is, um, Uh, everything that that I have done in my life, all the great preaching, thank you very much, Jesus, right, selling all their stuff, moving to Utah, it's all going on that scale, right? All the late nights of driving kids home, uh, you know, at midnight because they don't have a ride and they came to church and, you know, all this stuff that I've done in my life goes on that scale, right? And then on the other side of that scale is God's justice, right? And God the only one being morally equal his justice goes on the other side of the scale and you know what we're found lacking we can never measure up to god's justice it just does not happen we can't measure up and uh, and the judgment comes because we can never measure up to god's justice right because uh, anywhere there's sin there has to be a sacrifice, we talked about that, to balance that scale, okay? So, uh, let me go back to the God is one, okay? Uh, we're, we're different parts, right? We're spirit, soul, body. Uh, we have arms, we have fingers, we have legs, we have nose, ear, all this stuff. Paul talks about it in the body functioning together, right? Um, the, but here's the thing, God is one. He cannot be separated. All of these attributes that we're talking about is 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 all a part of God. He doesn't have more justice than mercy. You know, he doesn't have more righteousness than grace. You know, he doesn't have more truth than anything. So all of these things are all God all the time. We are just parts, right? We have arms and legs and things. And, And here's the thing: because God is one, he cannot be separated. So we, like if something happened, I could lost my hand. I could go on living without my hand. You know, some of you have lost your mind. You could go on living without your mind. We see it all over the place, right? So it's like you can go on without parts of your body. God is one. He's not part mercy, part justice, part righteousness, part love, part truth. He is all mercy. He is all justice he is all righteousness he is all love he is all truth he is all one and he is all good okay now i've heard it said somebody was saying just the other day that god is harmonious right and and i get what you're saying but god can't be harmonious because he is not more than two parts and that's what harmony means it's more than two parts doing something together He's not part anything, he is one. Okay? So, let's talk about this. The number one thing you have to understand is that God is completely justice. Right? And and these parts that that are all one cannot be warring against each other because then God could change. Because he could be part he could be justice one day and mercy the next. He could be truth one day and 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 justice the next. He is one. It is who he is right and he demands it right he he, that's just who he is so how does god have have complete justice and complete and full mercy towards me right so back to the scales god takes each of us no matter what and he puts us on the scale and he's going to put us on that scale with all of our stuff all of our good works right all of our compassion all of the grace All the getting up early and setting up church, that's going to be there. All the serving at church, that's going to be there. Here's a popular one. All the things you've denied yourself because you don't think you're worthy to have those things. Stuff, all that stuff that you think is so important is going to go on there. And let's just go ahead and stack up the wood, the hay, and the stubble on the scale with you. Right? All that stuff never adds up to God's justice. You can't win this. Because we're morally damaged. We're morally messed up, right? We can't tip the scales in our favor. We're unequal. We're unqualified. And we just are, are, just, just no way. So, what happens is what makes the justice right is that when we're standing there, right? When we're standing on the scale with all our piles of stuff. And we cannot be just. And God is about ready to drop the gavel and pronounce justice on us. There's a a phrase in the Bible I I love. And it says this. But God. I'm going to say it this way. But Jesus. Just then, because I am a born again Christian. Just before the, the hammer drops, Jesus walks up and he grabs the scale and he gets on it and he says because of the sacrifice the scales are balanced and justice turns into mercy and it's just like that because of the sentence carried out on jesus on the cross justice has been satisfied it's balanced right? And Jesus has already done this thing. The sentence goes from death to life because of what Jesus did. And just at that second, Jesus steps up and he says, this one's equal because of the sacrifice. This one is equal. God's justice is satisfied. And then God's mercy kicks in because of what Jesus did for us. And, and he only did it once, Hebrews 10 says. And that's why it's so important. It's so important that you understand the choice is made here. The choice happens here, not after you die. Once the lights go out, it's too late. You have the choice now. So when we talk about the attributes of God, everything God is and everything God does is perfect and good. The atonement for Jesus was perfect and good. It was the the suffering that Jesus went through uh, on the cross and after the cross uh, was more than if anybody has ever done before ever going to hell, right? It was worse than than everything, right? So here's what happens when the scales are tipped in our favor. God's justice looks at man, and sentences him to die well then jesus comes along and we have jesus in our heart i'm going to read this in a minute god's justice looks at atoned man bought back purchased renewed man and sentences him to life and it's because of god's justice that i get to go to heaven Right now, listen to this verse. You've heard it before. You've heard it a multitude of times, but listen to it now after learning about justice and, and mercy. It, it's first John 1 9, right? We've all heard it. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and say it, just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There it is. Just right? He he is justified in forgiving my sins because of what Jesus did. And it cost him everything. Everything. How does that happen? I don't know. But it's, I am justified because of what Jesus did. In Psalm 32 verse 1, David had it figured out. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Thank you, Jesus, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute Here's the word iniquity and whose spirit there is no deceit. Remember on Sunday, we were talking about how the new spirit comes in. Look at that. No deceit in there because of our sin and our unbalanced, right? Moral life. We are sentenced to death, but because of Jesus, we are sentenced to life. His justice, God's justice justified me. Amen. So now what happens? What about mercy? Now, God is the full embodiment, remember that, of justice and the full embodiment of mercy. It is who he is. Okay. There is no beginning. There is no end. There is no increasing, no decreasing, no going to be merciful today and justice tomorrow. It always existed from the beginning and it always will exist till the end. Jesus intercession and all this stuff and praying. It doesn't increase it. It doesn't decrease it. It was God's mercy that sent Jesus to the cross. It was God's idea to redeem us in this way. Right. It's it's uh, not justice in the old covenant and mercy in the new. It's all mercy and justice. It never stops. It doesn't change. It doesn't get better and it doesn't get worse. Look at Psalm 136. I love this, this Psalm. And, and you can just sing this just to yourself and, and just, just enjoy what it says. It says, it says this, uh, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. This, I call this the attribute verse, right? The attribute, uh, Psalm, it's just full, right? We see goodness, his mercy endures forever that his mercy endures forever okay uh verse two, Oh, give thanks to the god of gods <laughs> for his mercy endures forever love that give thanks to the lord of lords for his mercy endures forever to him who alone does great wonders this would be good to confess over yourself for his mercy endures forever to him who by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. Ah, So good. It goes all the way through 26 verses of that. It that would be great to just sing over yourself and just pray, God, you are so good and your mercy endures forever. Father, to, to you who does great wonders, your mercy endures forever. You're amazing, God. We give thanks to you, O Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Your mercy endures forever. You can just sense the presence of God coming into that. Sing that, sing that over yourself, right? And, and it's a simple process, gang. You just have to choose Jesus. That's it. Just choose Jesus. God's not, not you know, justicing and, and doing all this stuff and threatening and making you do stuff and all this stuff. We do it because we want to. You know, I was reading it through Ezekiel the other day, and I ran across this verse, uh, chapter 33, verse 11, and listen to the heart of your God. Listen to what he says. He says, say to them, As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked man would turn from his way and live. Listen to the heart of your God. Turn, turn from your evil ways. Oh, why should you die? It's a choice to just say yes to Jesus. Right. So we're going to define mercy to be active with compassion to get. And it's an active like almost a verb term. Right. It's it's never stopping. It's always moving. It's empathy and action. It's moving and, and always looking for a place to operate. Right. It's always looking to to get in there and do something and help. And never walk by in need, right? And, and the great thing about mercy is it's it's always in your ability to do it, right? And, and just just know that uh, you know all of these attributes that we're talking about in God today, yeah, you know, they're there to teach us to operate in these things ourselves, right? That we bring these things into our life and we operate in these things just the same way God does. Right? It's in our ability to do, and it's what God does for us. And it cost him, cost God everything. Can you imagine your son? Your son on the cross and and dying a, a death for just because he loves us. And we just read that verse in Ezekiel. It's he doesn't want anybody to die. He doesn't want anybody. He wants you to turn from your wicked ways and come and join him you know when when we function in these attributes that we're learning we we win right we we, we start to reflect the, the image of God like Jesus did and we win it's an amazing thing get it in your heart and I'm going to run through the list here in a second but know this know that God's justice couldn't have been satisfied if his mercy didn't send Jesus to the cross And because of what Jesus did on the cross, His justice can now say, "I'm justified." You don't have to die; you shall live. When we start beginning to 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 talk about um, victory and being an overcomer and being head not to tail and all that stuff, that's why because God's justice justified us, and we are allowed to live for eternity remember god's eternal so are we i i I heard a story yeah um several years ago about uh an orphanage in world war ii there was there was just tons of orphans after the war world war ii in europe and the united states was sending money and people to try to help but you know all these people were killed and there's just orphans everywhere and uh there's a story of uh A Jewish man who located his daughter. They were in uh, Dachau together in the prison camp. And, um, you know, when the, when the allies approached the prison camp, they all split, right? They all took off and just left everybody. Well, these guys were liberated out of that camp, but they were, they were, uh, you know, emaciated and sick and they had disease. And the girl was with her dad who was just on his deathbed. And the, the father, with his, with his daughter's hand in his, walked into an orphanage and wanted to leave her there. And uh, the guy who was at the, the director of the orphanage said, uh, we can't accept your daughter because you're still living. Where is her mother? And they, they asked him a bunch of questions. And he said, you're telling me that I can't leave my daughter here because I'm still alive? And the director of the orphanage said, yeah, we can't take your daughter if you're still alive. So he reached down, hugged his daughter, took her hand, put it in the director's hand and looked at the director and said, it shall be. And went, uh, left the orphanage and went and died by suicide. So her, so his daughter could stay there and live live out a full life that that she she you know because of the sacrifice of her husband jesus sacrificed everything for us sacrificed everything for us you know so that we could live and and, you know just running across these attributes you know god is good all the time that's got to be number one Number one in your heart, right? God's omnipotent, right? He's, he's eternal. He's invisible. He's omniscient, right? He's immutable. He can't change. He's infinite. Never, never stops and never starts. He's just everywhere. And he's infinitely good. He's, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time, right? Last week we saw that Jesus, Jesus is the word. He was the word flesh in the flesh he is the spoken word Uh, he was the radiance of god on the earth that's just amazing Uh, we see the the attributes of, of grace and love forgiveness humility compassion that's a big one right just being able to to look through these attributes and see people through these attributes right especially compassionate mercy justice gracious graciousness, righteousness, truth, loving kindness. And lastly, I'll throw in that last one there from Ezekiel that it was equal, right, and just, right? That word fair, that picture. Picture that in your mind of being equal, right, and just. That's who you are if you're born again. And if you're not born again, it's a simple process. Just say, yes, Lord. I want to be in your family and i want to stay in your family forever and when i get on that scale jesus is going to step up and say justice served this one's equal this one belongs to me if that's you just email us info at the bridge live past dan at the bridge live let us know you you, you prayed tonight and we, you receive jesus just just uh you know encourages us and we wanna we wanna help you stick around us, you know. We'll help you grow, we'll help you expand your mind and learn some more attributes next week. It's gonna be great. So come on, let's pray out. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for your attributes, we thank you for your justice and your mercy. And most of all, God, we thank you for Jesus. Because of what Jesus did, we are declared righteous and justified. And the justice has been balanced and we thank you father for this time i pray blessings and increase over all of our people everybody who's listening god that they're safe that they're secure psalm 91 around them no iniquity can come across your porch can't even get to the door and we thank you father and we love you lord protect us keep us safe and know lord that your justice has been satisfied we thank you and we love you god jesus name amen guys well that's it i will see you sunday for part three of the spirit of god we're talking about the spirit of god on sundays that'll be uh probably about 8 a.m um uh, be encouraged if you want to give tonight um text bridge live to 77977 and we will gladly love you the more god bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine upon you right and be gracious to you may he lift up his countenance upon you and bring peace into that place we love you we miss you and we'll see you someday god bless you Hey, once again, thanks for listening. If you live in the South Jordan, West Jordan, Harriman, or Riverton area, we would love for you to come and engage with us at our weekend gathering at the Daybreak Community Center in Daybreak, which is attached to South Jordan. For directions, service time, and information about our fabulous children and student environments, head over to thebridgelive.org for information, and we'll see you next time.